Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Ain't no thing like me, Seth Lee. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Matt's coming. No. When do we start? It's a Wednesday night, so you know we're... Whatever, it's Thursday, I guess, so this is released. Bad intro. Oh, no, Wednesday, I, I, if you are a Patreon subscriber. I, I tried something new. It didn't go well. No, it didn't. It <laughs> failed spectacularly. Where were you going to go with that, at least? I don't know. Like, where's the where's the party at? Oh, it's... Where's all the fun? Clearly here with us. It doesn't <laughs> right matter here. what day of the week it is. You don't need to confine us to one day of the week. We're accessible seven days of the week. And you can always go back and listen to old episodes, but I don't it, know why you would. Why wouldn't you? Because it's... I mean, there are time codes listed down below, but so much of it is of the week. Yeah, but still, I mean, you can go back and check check out our thoughts on previous content. It's not like the content is hidden. Like, you look at the description of the show. Huh. I wonder what they think about this Batman animated series. I wonder what they thought about Batman v Superman. Or, I wonder what they thought about Justice League. Or Spider- Both times. <laughs> or Spidey Super Stories number 39 with the Thanos copter. Yeah, that was a thing. That, that <laughs> happened. Happened again today, too. I, I know it did. <laughs> All right. When I saw it, I went, Ha! Okay. Did you have your little Captain America moment? I understood that reference. Actually, I did. I go, I've seen that before. <laughs> Thanos copter. Amazing. Uh, what do we got going on this week? Like I said, if you want to jump around, time code's listed down below, but we're going to do news of the week. Loki. Talk about Loki. Oh my God, there's actually stuff to... Yeah, there's a lot. They threw money at this one, finally. It's not just two dudes sitting in a room. No, it's multiple dudes <laughs> sitting in a room and an alligator and Captain Hook reference. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, you're right. I didn't put those two things together. There you go. You're welcome. Sports reports. Eh, kind of. <laughs> Topic of the week: Chris Pratt's new movie, The Tomorrow War. Eh, kind of. And oh, I got things to say. Oh, I got, I got <laughs> thoughts on thoughts. And your questions. Oh, I got questions, mostly about that movie. Uh, but I guess as we do each and every week, let's just dive straight into the news before we get started. Does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. Uh, let's do the sad news of the week. Oh, there's sad news? Yeah, Richard Donner passed away. Oh, how did I not see that? I don't know. That happened like two days ago. Oh, wow. I'm not paying attention. Yeah, Superman, Lethal Weapon. Love Lethal Weapon. He was working on Lethal Weapon 5. Really? He was in pre-production on that when he passed. Damn. I know. Also probably didn't want to see that movie oh no i do yes please <laughs> i don't think it's gonna happen who knows i guess who knows of course it's gonna happen at this point why wouldn't it happen um mel gibson is insane and danny glover is too old for that shit he's been too old for that shit for 20 some odd years 30 some odd years yeah. i think that was officially too old what year did the first lethal weapon come out 84 or is it later than that i think yeah right around there 1989 was the first one wow i was way off not the point here. The point is Richard yeah. Richard Donner, amazing career. Like, literally everything he did, like, knocked it out of the park. Yes. Including uh, one of my all-time, and it's not just mine, one of the all-time great Twilight Zone episodes of Nightmare at 20,000 Feet, the one with Shatner. Right? Yeah, where the guess, thing is eating the wing of the airplane. One of the two is Shatner. Yeah, it was, uh, what was it, Richard Matheson's story that got adapted? I believe that was it, but... Yes. Yeah, and of course, obviously, um, the biggie for this show of doing Superman, which is a movie I love. Damn, sad passing it. 91, though. One hell of a life. Oh, absolutely. But I guess we can move on from Richard Donner's passing to a series of movies that he produced. Segway. Segway. 
Oh, wow. I didn't have that one planned. I'm proud of you. Because uh, he was also a producer on all the X-Men movies. Just hadn't noticed that little fact. Oh, wow. He's just there in literally every X-Men movie. I don't know about all the later ones, but enough of them, if not all of them. He's a producer on. And Hugh Jackman this week, I don't think he's put anything out since then, but he's just had uh, his little fun teasing the internet or trolling. Oh, really? I would think. I do love. What are you looking up? Uh, I was looking at when the last Lethal Weapon movie came out, but it's all right. It was like 2004 Yeah, I gave up on looking. The one with Jet Li in the robot suit. Yes. <laughs> with the guy's flamethrower at the beginning. Yeah. Go out there and cluck like a chicken. The weakest of the Lethal Weapon movies. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, Hugh Jackman went on his Instagram this week. Chris um, Rock was in that one as well. I don't even remember that. Yeah, he was he was getting married to Murtaugh's son, or daughter, sorry, and they were having a baby. Oh, my God. But also at the same time, uh, Riggs and his wife, who was played by, uh, what's her name? Renee Russo, I think, played his wife in that. Was also having, like, they were also having a baby concurrently. It's been a very, don't, no, put your phone down. Fine. Stop looking up Lethal Weapon 4. Yeah, you're probably saving me a problem. Yeah, Hugh Jackman went on his Instagram. He put up three images, one of just an artist rendition of Wolverine's arm and claw, then a photo of him and Kevin Feige, and then a photo of him shirtless as Wolverine. Oh, boy. (laughs) And I think he's just trolling everyone. I hope so, but at the same time, I'd be okay with that. I just don't think, I mean, the amount of working out and just stress he has to put his body through to like maintain that. I don't think he wants to do it anymore. Just for one movie. Well, I'm sure if the price is right. Eh, I, does he need the money? And he had such a great send-off. I just think he's trolling people. Even better. <laughs> Even better. I'm okay with that. But the internet was like, Wolverine confirmed. Like, no. Pictures <laughs> so, of Wolverine confirmed from before. Hugh Jackman has an Instagram confirmed. Yes. That's about it. But no, I don't think he's coming back, but I did enjoy seeing the internet freak out. Because they also freaked out. The internet freaks out about everything. I got segues for days. Oh my gosh, look at you. Because they were also, um, a contingency of the internet was freaking out about the new Masters of the Universe trailer. Oh, yes. As a man with no knowledge of this franchise whatsoever, a lot of people were, and by people, I mean men. Who grew up in the 80s. Specifically, white, angry men in their 40s. From the ones who grew up in the 80s. Yeah. We're upset of uh, how featured Tila was in this trailer. I don't know who the hell Tila is, but I know she's voiced by Sarah Michelle Gellar. And, you know, if you give me a show with more of her, I'm good with it. I think what the problem they have is, like, this is not going to be your daddy's He-Man or your... Your specific He-Man because you're in your 40s. I'm not in my 40s. Not you. Oh, okay. Uh, No. And Kevin... Smith has even said that. It's like he's like halfway into the first episode, we turn this thing on its head. Yeah, he's also said repeatedly, he's like, because there was a rumor that it was going to be that. He's like, no, He Man's in literally every episode, and he's the main character. Stop freaking out! And then the trailer yeah. happened, and people were like, "You lied!" Like, I don't know. You haven't seen the show. Well, it's called Masters <laughs> of the Universe, not He Man and the Masters of the Universe, because like, that's what it was in the eighties. Yeah, whatever. I mean, there's a bunch of them. I guess good and evil are teaming up, but He Man gets possessed at one point. Well. As he has want to do. I have no Whatever, stake it looks in this exciting. Franchise. Yeah, I think it still looks like really great animation. I don't know. I don't know anything about this. I have like it looks like like actual animation, not like computer graphic, like CGI, which yeah. is fine. But it looks like it's good old fashioned animation. I think it looks fun. Again, I have no stake in this franchise. I don't really care. And also, even if I did, I don't think it'd be like there's a lady. Nor would you care. 
<laughs> no. Exactly. It's also one of those things where if you don't like it, that thing that you like still exists. Don't yeah, worry exactly. About it. It's not like it's going to erase what happened before. But it's not the same. Okay. I don't know. That, I mean, it was probably just a vocal minority on Twitter. Whenever I see people yelling at things on Twitter, I just want to point out how stupid it is. But then I realize I'd just be also doing the same thing on Twitter. So I just don't. That's what Twitter is for. <laughs> no. It's for people to yell at people for yelling at things. <laughs> no, I'm not going to engage in that. I just look at it and go, this is stupid, and then I move on. That's why you don't do well at Twitter. Because <laughs> I don't want to engage. Pretty much. So delicious. <laughs> but speaking of Netflix shows... Oh, we're not talking about that movie yet, are we? No. Oh, it was Amazon. Also uh, on Amazon. Okay. Uh, there's a new Transformers trilogy of movies coming to Netflix. Oh, talking about Bad Beast Wars and Bad CGI. That one, the CGI, and this looks fine. It looks fine. Why are you just... mad at this one? Yeah, it's Beast Wars meets Transformers. Know, War for Cybertron. doesn't look like it's going to do the job for me. Should make you watch it now. Oh, then you should watch He Man. <laughs> I will watch He Man when it comes out. There you go. Atta boy. But no, I don't really care. I don't know. I have the power. He Man. I don't know. I mean, I watched Transformers as a kid. I had exactly one toy. It's not a franchise I've like deeply connected with. It. Like, I don't care like how melodramatic you make it. If you just show me a sad robot truck sitting on the ground, I'm not like, no, the pathos. Like, that is just a truck. You also had the most annoying ringtone of all time for a while. <laughs> I just kept it, I think, to piss you off. Well, me and, and mutual friend Mike, you were staying with us in our cabin, and it went off over and over and over and over and over. You don't even know who sings the Transformers song, do you? No. White Lion. Oh. No, I didn't know that. There you go. There we go. I learned a fun fact. You know White Lion? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they sang the Transformers song. <laughs> no, I didn't know they yeah. did that. There we there go. You go. I've learned a Transformers. thing. Transformers! Yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I can't not hear that and not think of you getting a text message. Well, you could tell I was single then because I was texting people. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> now I'm like, no one texts me ever. Well, when I knew you before you met your wife, you still weren't texting a lot. <laughs> at least me. You would just so yell at me, we, come over. Gonna, what are we going to text about? Like, how was your day? Oh, there was that one time you're like, I can see your house. I'm like, what? I got an apartment near yours. I'm like, how near? Across the street, you <laughs> bastard. Yeah, I guess Beast Wars is back. This is the year of Beast Wars. That show that I don't think, I don't know if they've really done anything with it since the mid 90s. But like, yeah, sure. Why not? Show me Optimus Prime fighting Optimus Primal. Yeah, why Just not? a robot yeah. monkey versus a robot truck. Just have at it. I guess when I say that out loud, that sounds at least entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they showed all those characters the all spark well i don't know i don't remember any of their names i kept it going like all right that one yeah i don't remember any of them either they're relatively forgettable to me and then there's least. a dark optimus prime oh my i uh when i was working at um eb games in college one of the like 17 different managers that came through there i turn over was a huge transformers fan and i kind of learned to hate the franchise from listening to him talk are you still not allowed to go into an eb games I can go in them. Oh, you just can't work for them? I, I don't even think that's real yet when they put me on that do not hire list. Well, I mean, in all defense, like... I just called them back and said, yeah, I'm not coming back. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> After taking all of your vacation time and all of yeah. your... Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's it. That's the news. <laughs> there we go. Uh, one like, show I want to know more about the EB Games story. You, you don't. It's kind of boring. One show I'm going to watch and one show I'm probably not. It was, was that Three the same, times over. Was the EB game summer the same summer that you stayed on the floor for a week and we heard the Transformers theme going off? I don't remember. All right, moving on to Loki. We're, we're going to take a look at Loki as we do every single week. We take a quick peek behind the curtain of Loki. Quick peek behind that self-generated blanket. There might be a tablecloth. And talk about Loki. Also, it's on Disney Plus, so I assume you've seen it. So spoilers. Yes. 
they actually put money into this episode. This one actually wasn't just two people sitting and talking. It was good. There was big things happening. The story moved forward. It was fun. Yes. Where the hell is this show been? Uh, that's a good question. I it is again a lot like we're into the final what it's six episodes. So we're yeah, the there's final only third. one left. Yeah, a lot like Wandavision and a lot like Falcon and Winter Soldier. Things pick up in the last third. It's the third act. Yeah, things and have got to happen. Also, totally, you know. And the least spoilery spoiler of all time, if you prune yourself, you're not dead. If you get pruned, you're not dead. Yeah. You just go to the void. Man, a lot happens in this. I I love this. I didn't see the Sylvie Lake sacrifice or sacrifice coming. That that was a great little twist. I loved basically all of the Lokis. Got old Loki and Kid Loki and Boastful Loki, as he's called in the credits. Yes. I like the Kid Loki. What was your Nexus event? I killed Thor. Did you see... Um, did I see? You did had you two see? sips of that beer and you were already... Th- slurring did you see uh frog thor i did that was exciting what a fun little just reference but i don't know which thor it is it could be two different frog thors because there were two of them okay well there's the time thor was turned into a frog and he fought some rats i think in a sewer (laughs) splinter and then there was another uh frog thor with a frog that he met in that sewer adventure called puddle gup and he finds a sliver of mjornir and he becomes throg maybe it was that was that one throg (laughs) it could have because there was a mini mjornir there was a big one. He was crawling towards it. That's also true. I don't know. I mean, it was so, that was, it was uh, so fast. Hemsworth's voice. I didn't even hear it. It was like, eh. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, just a fun little reference. Like the Thanos copter. Like, just what where a bit everything, of silliness. Where everything, yeah, the ship, was it the Marshall, I think, or something like that? Actual, based on a real ship that the Navy tried doing experiments on to like make invisible and things like that. Oh, okay. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I thought old Loki... It was cool. Boastful yeah. Loki was funny. He's like, yeah, I killed Captain America and Iron Man, and then got all six Infinity Stones. Kid Loki was uh was great. I loved Alligator Loki. So funny. So funny. I just love the idea that like they don't even know if it's true. Yeah. And the rationale is, oh, he's green. Yeah. So I also love the Loki bar fight is what I'm calling it. Yeah, and that outfit was from a 2016 one-shot called uh, Vote Loki to parody the election of the time. Yes. And then satire was killed forever. Loki's hand gets bit off. The way his, his scream was hilarious. I also like how it's just him holding a stump because it's like six inches longer than his hand. Yeah. I also love that one of the Lokis got their head shoved through a popcorn machine. I thought that was funny. But yeah, um, Mobius alive. Sylvie finds Loki alive. They're has- definitely going down this... I think they're setting us up for someone to betray someone. Weird sexual tension when it's just yourself. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about. They're just like, like we're the same. Like, then stop flirting. It's weird. Well, it's just Loki would love himself, herself, itself, themselves. It's just odd. But you know, you do you. I guess in this fictional world where nothing matters. So explain the giant smoke monster thing. Don't know. Big smoke monster. You don't know the smoke. I just watched it. I didn't recognize it. Doesn't mean it's not a thing. I, I did do a little uh, research. I don't know where they're going. It is attached to, to uh, Kang. That was, I mean, my guess was Kang, but. Yeah. I'm I'm guessing we're going to get Kang in the next episode. Yeah, get a purple time traveler. I mean, the colors would match. Purple bear, purple face. Or is it a blue face and a purple head? Now I'm mixing up my Kang colors. You might be. He's partially purple. He's like blue and green and purple. So, interesting. In his city of Chronopolis, that's what it probably is behind there. Interesting theory I read. Not my own. Gonna give you credit where credit's due. Each of the six episodes is reflective of one of the Infinity Stones. So this would have been Space Stone. A lot of purple in this this episode. Like the first one was the a lot of orange. So what was that? That was the Mind Stone. 
So I don't, I don't agree with this theory. <laughs> so the last one that's left is the Time Stone. That's the one that hasn't been covered. A lot of green. Loki. Kang's a time traveler. By the way, I do love the title of the episode, Journey into Mystery, which, of course, is the series where Loki was first introduced in uh, Journey into Mystery 80, uh, is it 87 or 83. Let's say 87. Yeah. So, I mean, lots of loose ends to tie up, but I think they can do it effectively in an hour. Yeah. I think we're just going to come out gunning like as soon as this opens up but i mean they also have as much time as to play with as they want like this was about 50 but if they wanted to push it closer to an hour they could yeah it's not like they have like regular tv uh, restrictions i loved old loki at the end glorious purpose yeah richard e grant was fun i love which, which makes you think his evil cackling which makes you wonder if that's what really happened with loki in in endgame that was actually him projecting himself no i don't think so no no <laughs> no definitely not but I think yeah, I really enjoyed this one. It like moved it moved along at a great clip. A bunch of stuff happened. We've only had the one the one cameo all series long. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Tons of cam- like crazy cameos like where? I guess next episode. It's going to have to. Cameo Central. I hope it doesn't overwhelm the episode with just cameos. It could also just be lies. We'll see what happens no, next week. True. There you go. I liked it. Best episode so far. But that's it. Yeah, definitely by far. It's like, "Oh, I enjoyed the show now. It took a while." there's only one episode left but i like what's happening yeah all right we're gonna move on from there to this week in video game history superhero landing coming up this week in video game history turns out around the fourth of july week uh not a lot happens announcements wise oh okay well that's what i've learned i'll do what i can which i also think was reflected in the news as well oh well this is the only one I think we could do as a guessing game, and I feel like you were looking at my notes. Well, I always take a peek ahead, but... In 1983, this Don Bluth production made its way to arcades. One of a kind, really. Except then I think there was a sequel. Okay, so Don Bluth, that's like American Tale, but I don't think that was 83, that was later. Well, this is a video game thing, specific. Video game specific? Yeah, he released a video game, not based on anything else. 1983? Big on animation. Um, if you guessed the wrong, it was basically just one long cutscene. If you guessed the wrong thing, you had to go back to the beginning. If you guessed the wrong thing? Yeah, you're just watching animation, then you got to choose a path, and at this point, you're not getting it. No. <laughs> I've told you all this. <laughs> no. Dragon's Lair. Nope, never heard of it. You've never seen Dragon's Lair? No, I have not. That was a massive arcade game. Oh, I was wrong. It's entirely animated. You play as this kind of wimpy, like very animated night because it is just with like Don Blues animation but all you do is you would go through it and you'd have to pick the right path and if you picked the wrong one you would just turn to a skeleton and die well it happens I think you die and then turn into a skeleton I guess if you turn into a skeleton right now you would die in 1991 we've been talking about this court case a little off and on because you know that's how time works when you move through chronologically the court ruled in favor of Game Genie saying that it was not copyright infringement on Nintendo and not only that Nintendo had to give them $15 million. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So they really lost twice. I guess so. Yeah, I mean, it's not really copyright, and also it's just... Enhancement. Yeah, it's a fun little addition. Did you have a Game Genie? No, I didn't. Okay. Me either, so... In 1999, I should have looked up how many units this sold. A lot. A lot sold for this one game, and I don't understand why, and that's why we're talking about it today. I didn't get it then, and I don't get it now. Pokemon Snap. I don't... I don't understand the snap. Like I know there's like red, green, gold, blue. Oh, this was the one on the N64 where you would walk uh, around and just take pictures of them in the wild. Boo. That was the game. Boo. I don't get it. It was wild. I don't get Pokemon in general. 
I played one of the first ones on Game Boy, and then that's I was in and out. No hate on Pokemon. I played Pokemon Yellow. I did play some Pokemon Go for a little bit, but it's just like was too too much time and investment. Seemed like a lot of work. Yeah, yeah I didn't understand why people just walk around and taking. It's kind of like yeah, proto Pokemon Go because you're just. I guess can you battle in Pokemon Go? I don't. Yes, know. you can. Yeah, I don't understand why that game was so popular. I feel like there was an add-on too. And then finally, the beginning of the end. In 2005, Halo 2 multiplayer map pack was released. Like, oh, I have Halo 2. I could play it on the internet with my friends. Except for you needed the... Well, then, this is the reason that I was kind of against this. I think this is one of the earliest examples, if not the earliest example of, oh, you have the internet, so now we're going to make it so the game that you're purchasing isn't actually the complete game. You get more stuff later. This is the original DLC, but you were just getting a disc for it. Wow. Yeah. Don't love that. Don't love incomplete games. No, not really. Especially when a lot of that stuff is already built into the disc and then you just have to pay to unlock what's already there. That kind of crap. Well, so like, yay, Halo 2, but except I didn't have an Xbox. So, I mean, I only played Halo 2 with people who already owned it. It was uh, fine. Okay. Well, people loved that game. That game was massive at the time. Do you remember how was, huge Halo I remember 2 was? how big Halo 1 was big too. Yeah. Both Halos. Yeah, it was, ins- it was fine. It was fun, but. Definitely probably more popular than it deserved to be. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the multiplayer map pack because it's like, oh, yeah, buy, you spent money on this game already? Well, spend more money on this game. So you can have all the maps that your friends have so you can really enjoy playing multiplayer. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> we can't fix the video game industry. Nope. Any of those work for a transition? Let's see. From the Halo ring to the conquest for an NBA championship ring. There we go. It's that time for works. Jared's Sports Reports. <laughs> He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. Okay, I was looking at those. I'm like, is Pokemon involved somehow? No, I thought mine was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Thank you. Uh, all right. Well, the Phoenix Suns have a 1-0 lead in the NBA Finals. You took all I had. There you go. <laughs> That's that. That's not true because the Olympic team is training in Las Vegas right now. Good for the Olympic team. Yeah. Red Sox continue to do well. Oh, Tom Brady, Phil Mickelson, Bryson DeChambeau, and Aaron Rodgers played in the match. Yeah, I saw a clip of Charles Barkley asking Aaron Rodgers. He's like, hey, you could tell me. I won't tell anyone if you're coming back or not. He's like, I'll tell you later, Charles. <laughs> so uh, He's not coming back. Charles Barkley with the greatest quote of the, the match, by the way, which Bryson DeChambeau and Aaron Rodgers won two and two, uh, up two with two holes to play. Or three and two. I think it was three and two. They won three and two. Anyway, the quote of the match. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. It came from Charles Barkley. So they're showing footage of a bear near one of the holes. And he goes, all kinds of what? Oh, yeah, there's all kinds of wildlife out here. Saw some cougars last night. (laughs) Jill, Anna. There's wild creatures up here. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) I love Barkley. So, yeah, there was that. They raised like... Six thousand six million meals for like the Feed America project and uh, Montana Food Bank project network, whatever. So really good cause. Bryson DeChambeau and Aaron Rodgers win. Aaron Rodgers played really really good golf. He had to get censored a bit. <laughs> there was a couple that slipped through. They missed. There's one that one part where he's like had to use my fucking three wood. <laughs> Great. They got through there. Uh, let's see other interesting sports reports. We're coming up on the All Star break for baseball. That's uh, in a week. Yeah, next week. All-Star break. So you get Home Run Derby. All kinds of excitement there. 
Uh, the Stanley Cup Finals are happening. I haven't really paid attention to that since the Bruins are out like a month ago. It seems like it takes forever. It's also weird to say that we're in July and we're talking about the NBA Finals. Usually that's wrapped up yeah, like three weeks ago. Because the Olympics are right around the corner. They are. Seriously, right there. Yeah, that's what I have for sports reports at the moment. Yeah. That's okay. All right. So, God, this movie. So from there, we are going to move on to a review of the new Chris Pratt movie found on Amazon Prime, not an ad. Just tell you where to find it. Yeah. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret. I'm always angry. It's time for an Editor's Note podcast review. Uh, Yeah, this. (laughs) I don't think this would count as an ad. No. (laughs) No. Oh, my God. I don't even want to do non-spoilers for this because this is... (laughs) This is how I'll put it. Halfway through the movie, my wife looked over to me. She goes, are you enjoying this? And urged, are you enjoying yourself? Just went, no. <laughs> there we go. Review over. All right. So this movie, what what is it? Is it Independence Day? Is it Edge of Tomorrow? Is it Starship Troopers? It wants to be Alien. It wants, yeah, it wants to be all four of those movies. I could not stand this movie. So we got Chris Pratt, science teacher. Yes, former Green Beret. And at least this movie... Which we never really dive into. We never dive into his past. Um, Crap Dad. Yeah, Crap Dad, played brilliantly by J.K. Simmons. He's the, like... And actually, Chris Pratt wasn't horrible in this movie. I don't know. He wasn't really trying. No, but (laughs) he he was just kind of coasting along. Yeah, but I thought J.K. Simmons was great. He brings it. He always brings it. Oh, yeah, he does. And the rest, because they're not on screen enough for you to learn their names. No, not really. Except for his daughter. Yes, yeah, so science teacher Chris Pratt in the future, he's just hanging out. They're having a big old World Cup party, like you do. And Chris, like Christmas and World Cup, maybe, because it was like Christmas decoration. It felt like there was, didn't you say we're out of Christmas napkins? Yeah, it was Christmas time. Yeah. And then people from the future come down and they're like, hey, we're losing a war, so we need to recruit people from today because we're running out of numbers. You're going to have to deal with this crap eventually. So come to our tomorrow war. Which is like the most pointless strategy I thought it was pointless. Like, this movie takes place in 2022. I'm like, why one year? Why a one year difference? <laughs> pointless. Also, this is a, actually, it's a major gripe. The sound mixing on this movie was garbage. Over the quarantine, we got a sound bar, which is great. And it took months of tinkering to find, like, what's just right for our space and what's going to work. This thing was all over the goddamn place. And I had to keep on changing it. And it was, ruined all my settings. Why did you How poorly your- it was mixed. Because I couldn't hear anything they were saying. Oh. I hope, why didn't you just like write down what your settings were? Uh, that's not that straightforward. Oh, okay. It's like on a scale of lights. Oh, you really... This this movie caused you multiple problems. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just sitting... I'm going like... Because it's like big. It's like, are we not supposed to be able to hear what they're saying? Because it's like such a big moment. Like they're overwhelmed by it. I'm like, no, that's just the sound. And I fucked with all my settings and it pissed me off. And now I'm working on getting them back. Months right. of tinkering ruined for this movie. So anyway, Chris Pratt, science teacher, former Green Beret, is... Having a phone interview, totally like weird time to be having a phone interview, and also like not really conducting it well. The fact that he's walking around with his phone and his earbuds doing this to become part of a research lab. Also, yeah, this has nothing to do with the movie, so it doesn't actually matter. Well, no, because it does set up her his daughter at the time saying, "Don't worry, you'll make a difference and save the world someday." Nope, that doesn't need to happen. That can all get cut. Yeah, well, we're, we're gonna t- also. I'm gonna take an axe to this movie of things that can get cut. No, because there's quite a bit. There, there's that. The basic Whatever. training sequence. He gets recruited to go fight in this future war because it's a draft. Not recruited, he's drafted. There's a difference. It's a global draft, but we never see anyone from any other country. It's also a good point. Also, they're only drafting people who are going to be dead within a few years. 
but he shows up and he he's going to go in and he's going to do his basic training, which is nothing. They take off some of your clothes, not all of them. Don't explain why. As the one guy said, hey, my man's over here in a chef hat. And they basically say, you don't have any kind of gear. We're just going to give you this gun and give you zero training. By the way, we're not going to tell you or show you what you're fighting because you'll be too scared. The best- Because they wouldn't be more scared just seeing it by surprise, not wearing pants for some reason. But also here, there's another thing. The best they can do, they can. They created time travel when the best they have is a gun. Not even a very big gun because we will learn that bigger guns work better. Yes. <laughs> and also no training whatsoever. This draft and is only for un- seven days. And apparently unlimited ammunition. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, but you only have to go forward in time seven days, unless you're like the one guy who's gone back three times. That poor guy, because I couldn't keep track of him, because he definitely gained like 40 pounds throughout the course of the filming of this, and like every scene he showed up, like, is that the same guy? He looks different. He looks oh, very was. different. Craft services was good to him. Mm. <laughs> he has such a weight fluctuation. Since the movie isn't filmed in order, it's all over the place. I'm like, same guy i guess he's not in the movie long enough for me to recognize him and every time he shows up he looks different yeah and there's like they have five characters talking i'm like gee i wonder which five characters are going to survive this drop and of course it's those ones because they didn't want to pay anyone else no plus how in the world does he survive a fall into the pool from the height that he fell in he should have been broken yeah should have been broken then has somebody land on him in said pool Uh, i do like the creature design it's fairly unique sometimes it shoots spikes at you when it wants to kill you and sometimes it just doesn't because the plot doesn't need it to yeah i also hate it. these things are bulletproof except for the neck and throat and well they're bulletproof unless your character has a speaking line and then anything you throw at it will kill them yeah oh can we also talk about in the tunnel scene like these people who were like scared shitless moments ago who were all supposed to be part of what division R, the research division like he like by the way as soon as they said about him like oh you're you're gonna go into the research facility i'm like no no you're not you're gonna there's going to be nobody at the research facility. This is like Doom in that respect. This movie wants to be Doom, Edge of Tomorrow, Alien, Starship Troopers, Independence Day. Yeah, the movie also, it, it couldn't tell if it wanted to be funny or not. It kept on having like occasional things. I'm like, what's your vibe, movie? But yeah, there's the people in the tunnel who were like... I also think this movie was massively reshot. We'll get to that. Scared to death for a while. Like within 10 minutes being hardened soldiers are like... Yeah, we're going to sit here in this tunnel and sacrifice ourselves so you can get out of there, including discount porkins. I mean, plot moves like, yeah, they meet up with other humans of the future, and he comes across his daughter, who I guess you could say was finding Forrester. By the way, his name's Forrester. (laughs) He spelled that with two R's or one R? I don't know. It was one R in the movie. But Uh, sat on that one for two days. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but she's all mad because she's like you were a crap dad and what happens 17 times in this movie is they go something bad has happened or is going to happen we can't tell you about it only to tell you in five minutes after that i'm like what is the point of this also here's another thing like she says that like if i'm him i understand immediately if she's talking about how you were a crap dad when you came back and all that like okay i survived this i get i get to go back in time yeah, I wish they dove more into like how crap of a daddy was. Like, and then you became an alcoholic and you hit mom. And he, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> and then it wasn't just a car accident that took you out; it was a drunk driving accident where you decapitated a kid or something. 
I don't think they leaned heavily enough into it. I don't. I think you leaned too heavily into that. <laughs> I just wanted to make him horrible, at him. just to be like, oh no, like but I need to change what, my way. What are this movie's <laughs> rules about time travel? Also, by the way, because these rules seem to be non-existent. Because the immediate moment, the immediate moment that, like, this is like so full of time travel plot holes that they went back in time. You would think that humanity would start developing weapons for the future to be able to combat these. Yeah, apparently you can bring stuff back with you. Aliens better. So there's there's that plot hole. There's the, the other plot hole. Small guns and uh, fire seems to work pretty well. Just use that more. Yeah. And like this is the paradox of time travel. Since they were able to get the, spoiler alert, they killed, the, they weren't even the aliens. They were like planet cleaners for the real aliens who crash landed in Siberia. Whatever. Idiots. If they were able to bring back that serum back in time and kill the aliens before the war started, they never would have created the time travel in which to send them back to do it. Like that's just the paradox of it all. Or is it is it the Avengers time travel yeah, rules like that becomes your new reality? A, a linear timeline or a split timeline? Yeah, I think it's a split timeline. I don't know. But again, like, <laughs> how are people not coming back from the future and like saying, okay, these are the this is what we're fighting. We need to develop better weapons. Throughout the course of time, yeah, like, because uh, two idiots will just figure it out at the end. Yeah, with pretty the help much. of a child. Yes, but so they have all these male aliens, and they're the easier ones to kill. The females, the big strong ones, like okay, great, we're doing the queen from aliens. We're doing exactly the queen from aliens, mm, pretty much. But they get her in a cage. She has a red belly. And these aliens, they have tendrils that could shoot spikes out, and they just put her in a cage with bars. I'm like, why isn't she just firing her spikes through the giant holes in the cage? Clearly not intelligent. Put her in something that where she doesn't have just access to shoot you with her deadly spikes. Yeah. But she doesn't because, you know, movie. But they're working on creating a serum to just, which by the way, a serum is damn effective. It liquefies these creatures. The white the white fangs. Yeah. No, yeah. They develop a serum. Um, Chris Pratt has to go back in time. But what's and- funny is like, again, doing the queen thing, like she just lets out a yell and then all of like the drone men find her somehow. I did like when the helicopter just chopped up a bunch of them. <laughs> that was kind of cool. I will not lie. Yeah, daughter dies. He goes back in time with a serum that they've worked on for like an hour. And he brings it back to the past. And they're going to develop it. And they're going to be able to stop the aliens. I'm like, all right, the end. Also, what did he hope to accomplish by jumping after her when she was falling to her death? We just had a three-act movie. And there's 30 minutes left. It's like, what do we do? We could cut out the last 30 minutes. Cut out the scene where he's yelling at J.K. Simmons. Cut out the last 30 minutes. You still have a complete movie. Yeah. And fucking shorter, too, because this was long. But, uh, and like, leave it ambiguous. Like, oh, do we make more serum? Yeah, cool. There's literally a fourth act to this movie where then they go and hunt the aliens. They figure it out because of a small child. Yeah, who's like, I love volcanoes. And also this fang that the one guy had, had ash on it still that they could find with an electron microscope, makes zero sense. Yeah, they're like, we need to go to the greatest volcanist of all time, I know, a kid from my middle school class. Go to a scientist. I'm going to gonna go to this biology class that I'm teaching that nobody has any interest in whatsoever. And I love how the kid was doing like that off, it's such a 90s trope, that awful like thing of like, oh, can you pull up um, like this topographical map that shows projected areas of blah, blah, blah. The kid's like, no problem, and does it in three seconds. Give like, me the laptop. Oh, my God. Then why is this kid not working on a solution to come up with a better weapon to fight these damned aliens? 
they get a small team together, a ragtag group, to go to Russia where these suckers landed, uh, you know, a millennium ago. And, like, ice caps are melting and they're going to come out eventually. Yes. And that's, there's your uh, climate change, which was also mentioned early in the movie when they, like, he's like a slideshow of, like, two degree warmer. But they get the serum and they don't fully weaponize it. They just get it so they can stick you with a big needle. And they get on this alien ship. They're like, we're going to put C4 all over this. I'm like, cool, just blow it up now. They're like, no, great. They go in with their needles, their long needles. They see all these the aliens from the future that are like these stasis pods. And they go, let's not kill the big one. Let's get the little ones first. Yeah. And then they all wake up and they come out and they kill almost everyone. And the ending is so stupid. J.K. Simmons versus the queen alien. And then Chris Pratt comes through, hits her with a snowmobile, like a flying jump with a snowmobile. Not to be confused later when he just runs at her with a flying jump. That's also true, yes. And the serum that they've been working on is basically pointless. This is the Incredible Hulk problem. Like, they work the entire movie on, like, oh, they're going to make the Hulk not the Hulk. And then it works for five minutes, and then he's just the Hulk again. This is the same thing. They work on the serum for the whole movie, and then it's basically pointless because it just comes down to them stabbing it and punching it. Guns don't work, but if you punch it in the face... With a, with a, fa- with a fang, yes. I don't think every punch was with a fang. He doesn't have Wolverine claws. No, but he had the fang that you got from the guy as a souvenir. and He's just punching it. That's how it ends. Just a random slugfest. And this, I know it's like, oh, well, the serum is what like was the finishing blow. Like they didn't need at that point. The serum was done. Like this thing was like, didn't have limbs. It's like bleeding out of its entire face. Like the thing was dead. You didn't, the serum was entirely pointless. And JK Simmons, who was a crap dad, they have a moment together. Yes. And then the movie's over. Yeah. Like <laughs> anyway, there's a whole extra half hour in this. Yeah. And it's not good. It gets stupider. Okay. I feel like this movie got either rewritten or reshot because that serum really went away. Yeah, they didn't, like, doesn't make sense. Like, he comes back from the future with a solution, like, oh, no, no, can't do it. And we're certainly going to fly to Russia to solve this. Were they just, like, there wasn't enough action? I mean, there was plenty of action in it, which of varying quality. Yes. Sometimes the CG looks great. Sometimes it looks like it's from 1997. It really takes away the threat of your aliens. I'm like, hmm. Sometimes they fly. Sometimes they're sugar gliders. They have little wings. It's true. Used it once. All right. As I have want to do on movies that are really bad or marginally bad, I like to pull up the one-star reviews from IMDb. Are you ready? Special effects in this movie are good. A lot of money went into this. It was clearly all made. Unfortunately, it seems to have been written by people who are either joking or morons. I don't need the movie to be brilliant to enjoy it. This is uh, Alan Howden, 86367. I do need it to at least look like someone's trying. All right. There you got J.K. Simmons tried. Flauschman writes, title this review is, A lot of budget for a script written by a trunk monkey. <laughs> Good effects, and that's literally everything positive there is to say about this movie. The script is too dumb and too cheesy to tolerate, even with several strong drinks, and we really tried. <laughs> Good for him. Uh, here's another one. So bad from Naria Laman. Better watch Edge of Tomorrow again. With this film, you don't need to have to turn your brain off. You would need a lobotomy. <laughs> that's a... You know what else bugged me about this movie? This is a small thing, but when they come back from the future, they know where they're going to land. And they just have it be an open space where they come out 10 feet above the ground and just crash into concrete. Put a yoga mat down there. Uh, Yes. They just smashed all their faces into concrete for no reason. Uh, Here's another one. Let's take an example of character stupidity. Once she has the toxin with 100% and her father says, let's kill the female, she replies with, 
We have not the time. What the fuck? They could have just blasted the thing in one minute. In fact, they should have killed it once they had their samples. Why keep it alive? There's some dumb things in this film. How do scripts like this ever get made? What a waste of time from Word Worship uh, Whisperer. Script is bad. The story is way fast forwarded without explaining a lot of things. The acting is meh. I also think that if you just killed all the males, then the female couldn't procreate. That's also a good point. Problem solved. Harder to kill. Kill the little ones. Cinder Zephyr writes... Promising first few minutes, and then it continued in a movie which has the level of drama of an 80s adult movie. Action scenes, silly like Sharknados, those movies at least didn't take themselves seriously, and a character was unbelievably and ridiculously with everything at hand to push through the movie without a struggle. All right, that's enough of that. I'd like to be able to travel through time like this movie to warn myself not to watch it. There you go. Yeah. I didn't enjoy this one. No. It's a movie, if you think about it. (laughs) Stop. Last one. Last one. Bill Matrakis writes, garbage. Turned it off after 30 minutes as I had to wash my hair. <laughs> Great. Yeah, it's a movie. If you think about it for at all, it immediately starts to fall apart. It's just not worth it. It's not good. Yeah. It's long. I don't care that it's on Amazon. I wish we hadn't watched this. Yeah, at least I didn't have to pay to watch it, I guess. I yeah. mean, eh. I uh, like and I like Chris Pratt. I thought he was like, he and J.K. Simmons were okay in this. Oh, I love the scene. They're like, we need you to take your shirt off. He's like, why? They're like, for science. And I was like, I bet it's just for abs. Yeah. yeah it was just for the abs. Just for the abs. Yeah. <laughs> for science. Yeah. Doc Brown would not be happy with this. He sees his f- his future daughter. He knows. He learns too much about his own destiny. Well, now I guess he just can't drive his car ever. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> he, he can't get into a drag race with Flea. Never drive again. All right. That's, that's that movie. It was no good. I didn't like it. Except for J.K. Simmons, but even then, there's a line where like Chris Pratt has to explain the plan. He's like, we need you to take your illegal plane to fly us to Russia so we can find aliens that landed here a hundred million years ago so they don't get born to destroy the future. And you can just see him like gritting his teeth through that line. Just like, this is the worst. J.K. Simmons is like, you can't even save the scene, J.K. Simmons. You're good, but you're not that good. He somehow kind of did, though. Oh, but at least he got jacked. That's true. Which I guess was the thing he said. Like, I don't know how this movie's going to come out, but at least I got jacked. I do like the one thing. The one guy called him Conspiracy Santa. That, that was, that was a good line. Yes. Like, that's the one funny line of that movie. I'm like, I feel like that was ad-libbed because it was like nothing else in the movie. I feel like that was the actor. Also, at the end, when they're laying in the snow after the fight and then the other friend comes along, but he's like, J.K. Simmons goes, do you tell it to die? Yeah. Well, it worked. Why didn't you try that sooner? <sighs> awful this movie is so full of cliches and dumb overused tropes i couldn't it's gonna be in the covid action movie genre i couldn't stand it yeah i guess this was supposed to get a theatrical release then amazon bought it looking at it like why (laughs) amazon probably saved themselves problems Uh, all right that's that's the movie all right moving on to letters to the editors all the questions number one damn few answers Here's another one of your letters to the editors. Make it so. If you want to write us your own questions, we'll answer them here on the show. Send them into editors.comics at gmail.com. Can be about anything. Could be whatever. Also, the mailbag is always on the brink of being empty. That movie felt a lot like a... One more thought on it. It just kind of floats on my head. It felt like a, like a movie like Nicolas Cage would have done just to, you know, get paid. It's kind of a shitty action movie, but he's like, I'll be in it because, well, why not? I'll make some money. I gotta see that movie where he fights those animatronic dolls. Have you seen the one where he uh, fights the witches, the witch season of the witch with him and Ron Perlman? No. Also, equally bad movie, but you should watch it. All right. There you go. Question for this week. 
What movie could be improved by time travel? Oh, time travel recently. I feel like time travel is... I feel like that's why we got the question. But like, why? Like, what do you mean improve? Like, somebody goes back in time and tells the writer, "Hey, change this." Or if time travel was, I was just saying, like, it existed in that movie. Like, I don't know. Like, if you went took like Kona the Barbarian and brought him up to like nineteen seventies New York, this is also just an issue of Marvel. What if at this point they kind of did that with He Man, the He Man movie? Oh yeah, that's right. And also, um, Hercules in New York. Yes. (laughs) So I'm just stealing an idea. This also was legitimately an issue of uh, Marvel. What if? What movie would be made better by time travel? Oh, apparently, by the way, I saw your Simpsons. The, there's a Simpsons uh, Loki crossover clip. Oh, is that out? I think so. I mean, it was coming up. I haven't seen anyway, it. Uh, what movie would be made better with time travel? I'm only thinking of ridiculous ones like Casablanca or something. You just bring Rick to the future. He just doesn't fit in anywhere. You could do that, I guess. <laughs> Man out of time. Of all the gin joints in the world, I had to walk into Sully's. <laughs> So like, well, you're taking like the time travel, like fish out of water trope, like yeah. instead of like time travel, like saving or like. So also Casablanca, they go back in time and stop World War Two. Oh, okay. <laughs> there we go. Problem solved. It's all Casablanca all the time here. I wonder what, it, like, if they had with Indiana Jones and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull done some time travel piece there. That would have been, I mean, that movie is or maybe the too next, much. Maybe the next Indiana Jones is time travel. It's hard to imagine in a series that's mostly about religious artifacts, also including time travel. That's true. You well, get one thing. Two of the three, yeah. Well, Kalima. You get two of the four, sorry. No, that's just not Western religious artifacts. I don't know what movie would be better because of time travel. <laughs> Ben-Hur. He comes to the future with his chariot and goes to a NASCAR race. No? Not doing it for you? <laughs> I mean, sure, why not? There's so many that I would say it's like you could do it, but I'm like, no, nah, don't do it. It's like, well, what about any of like the classic universal monsters? But every time there's something like, here's an updated Frankenstein in the modern world. Here's an updated Dracula in the modern world. It's all crap. So yeah, I don't want that. I mean, my mind kind of jumps to like some of the, it's kind of cheating, but like if Marvel ever did like the 2099 series where it's just like those heroes, but in the future, it's not quite time travel, but no. I like that idea. I mean, we've. Most of them are terrible. The only one anyone cares about is a Spider-Man 2099. There's like Doom 2099 and Punisher 2099, and it's all crap. What if you did like uh, like one of the Mummy movies, like the Brendan Fraser Mummy movies? Then you just get the Tom Cruise Mummy movie, and everyone hated that. I didn't uh, see it because everyone hated it so okay. much. I'm like, I'm not going to spend time and well, money on this. That's fair, I suppose. I don't know. I can't think of like a movie that would be made better, like a good movie or even a bad movie that would be made better by time travel. I mean, Star Trek does time travel all the time. Deadpool was fun with time travel. Yes. Well, I mean, you've even got, like, Star Trek Generations had, technically has time travel with the Nexus. This is say X-Men had time travel, but it was made by that sex pest, so boo. Oh, Days of Futures Past? Yeah. I was thinking uh, about that title the other day. I'm like, sounds cool, but it doesn't really mean anything. Ninja Turtles had time travel. It did. It made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> Franchises made worse by time travel. Yeah, I feel like that's a bigger, deeper... Blazing Saddles. No. Mad Max, uh, they would never do that in that world because it's so like grounded But the idea of like water and gas are so, like there's a shortage and he comes back to, I don't know, the 90s. It's like, which I guess Mad Max isn't that far in the future. So it would just be like, yeah, I was here already. What about <laughs> like slightly better? Instead of dealing with Vigo, the Carpathian, what if Ghostbusters 2 dealt with more like time travel? I would have watched Ghostbusters with time travel. I totally could have bought that. Yeah. I feel like that's more along the lines of paranormal than, well, I guess the really bad green screen painting. Rocky goes to the future and has to box a robot to save mankind. Oh, no. No. 
Happy birthday, Polly. Oh, my God. It's that robot. <laughs> it is. There we go. That robot takes over the world, and Rocky I, I has to go to the future to find him. I don't think you can get much better than that. Time-traveling Polly has to come back. It's like, you already got me a watch, but I got you a time machine. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have a good time. Gotta have a good watch to have a good time travel. <laughs> there we go. I'm going to end on Rocky fighting that robot in yeah, the future. Yeah, I, I think that's... <laughs> You can't do like time travel in Star Wars. They did it in one of the animated shows. I'm not up there yet. Okay. I watched one episode of like last night and then I fell asleep. So I'm very slowly working my way through it. I'll get there. Yes. I'm up to like season four of the first show. Made progress. There you go. Of seven seasons and then there's a whole other show and then there's a whole other show and well, then there's a whole other show. So you're like almost a quarter of the way there. I think less, <laughs> but whatever. All right. That's the show for this week. All right, if you enjoyed the show, go to patreon.com slash editorsnotecomics. A dollar a month gives you the show the day we record it. I can't get ready. I'm going to see you tomorrow, too. Oh, that's, oh, what? That's true. You are going to see me tomorrow. Black Widow time, baby. Oh, wow. I'm surprised that we didn't just, you know what? I would like to go back in time and tell you, let's not do this movie. Let's wait and record on Thursday after going to see Black Widow, a real movie. <laughs> but no, no. So yeah, Black Widow tomorrow, but you'll you know, hear about I it. I honestly next considered week. texting you that, but once I already watched this movie, I'm like, no, it wasn't for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so you got that dollar a month, plus you get some uh, ex- Patreon exclusives access to old, old satellite shows. But there you go, a dollar a month, plus you can find Zach on the social medias. He is mostly um, it's just Twitter. Yeah, mostly not being on Twitter. But if you want to follow him at Editors No Comics, tweet maybe once a week. Yeah, there you go. I tweeted like four things last night during the match. Oh, there you go. Tom Brady had buttoned the top button on his polo, and I made fun of it. Great. And as you mentioned, you're on Twitter. At Junior Rich. Next week, Black Widow. It's easy. I know what we're doing. There we go. And we'll have the prep done tomorrow. Yeah, there we go. All right. First time going to a theater in a year and a half. I know. And it's, so, it's going to be an experience. And we're sitting next to people. Are you going to bring like some Lysol wipes and like wipe down the chair? And no. I'd... Are you going to bring a mask just in case? Maybe. I'm, d- I'm debating it. I'm we'll vaccinated. See. We'll see. All right. Back next week. Black Widow.